Weekday mornings from 11. This is North Side Today. On the line now I have Ivan Cooper who is Director of Advocacy with the Wheel. Good afternoon Ivan. Good afternoon, John. Thank you very much, very much for taking the call this morning. And um, we're going to chat about your expectations for the uh, general election or after the general election. Um, but will you tell the listeners, please, a bit about the wheel? Yeah, the wheel is a kind of a, an association of uh, voluntary and community organisations and charities. Uh, so listeners might be interested to know that there are like thousands uh, of, of voluntary organisations in Ireland. Somewhere the estimates are between 11,000 and 20,000 even if you include all the sporting clubs, groups and associations and everything in there. And the one thing all these organisations have in common is that all the work they do is for kind of public benefit. It's for the common good. Uh, they're all governed and managed by, well not managed, but governed by uh, volunteer board members. Some of them employ staff who, who manage the resources. But they all face particular challenges and what we do in the wheel is we give them information advice and guidance about how to run voluntary organizations well okay and we now have uh, over a thousand organizations are members of the wheel and they come together and talk about the challenges they face so i mean the big challenges of course in the recent past are funding and raising funds and uh, demonstrating to the public that you know that they manage their affairs in in a transparent and in a really professional way and uh, and of course just the general challenges of of operating in an uncertain world. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, recent scandals, uh, transparency is very important now. And um, as you know yourself, Near FM is a community organisation and we have a lot of of volunteers. We also have uh, CE workers. So um, coming up to the general election... What, what can we all do now to, to, as you said, funding has been cut in a lot of charities, a lot of places. I, I, I interview a lot of charities and funding always comes up and cuts in funding in particular. What can we do? Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing, I suppose, is just this. We, we, one of the things we're not particularly good at, I think, in, in the voluntary sector is kind of blowing our own trumpet, if you know what I mean. And Because people people get involved in voluntary groups because they're passionate about some cause they believe in or, or some work that they think needs doing in their local community. So, And they become very focused in on the work. And, you know, as I've indicated, there are thousands of organizations. So, And many of them work in different areas. But I think one of the things we can do is just try to draw the attention of candidates uh, when they're knocking on our doors in the forthcoming uh, canvassing for the general election, and just to raise their awareness of the fact that you know the voluntary sector is very important in Ireland, and uh, maybe you know, just make an ask. You know that we'd like to see uh, maybe there being a. a, a, a a stronger focus on the needs of the community and voluntary sector um, in the context of the next government's work. So maybe that the next government could appoint a minister for community and voluntary activity. And then we've, we're we asking the government ourselves that they develop a strategy to support the community and voluntary sector and produce a funding plan to enable the sector to thrive. Because all of these volunteer board members, you know, they do lots of hard work unfortunately over the last seven or eight years since the crisis began and the crisis the economic crisis is over you know we need to understand that so uh, we need to restore budgets uh, to to fund community and voluntary activity there's been an average of 20 percent cuts over that time frame in the the um, funding that's been available for charities and of course charities unfortunately have seen uh, fundraising drop from members of the public too as as as, as the public uh, have less money to donate so you know w- What we're really asking for is for the next government to focus in a more concentrated way on supporting and not taking for granted the community and voluntary sector and its place in Ireland today.
Now, do you reckon that the local community, they're, they're probably aware of volunteers, but as you said earlier, they're probably not aware that there are so many people volunteering and working in it. Yeah, well, you see, I think you're right, John. You know, the way, the way social services and health services and community services have evolved in Ireland is, is different, perhaps, from the way that they've evolved in, in other European countries and certainly from the UK. You know, we didn't have the post-war national health service set up. and um, I mean, there's probably not a, a listener this morning, this afternoon, I should say, who doesn't have a, a family member or a friend who's in actual fact, benefiting in some way from the work of one of Ireland's community and voluntary organisations. You know, they're they're everywhere. They're providing services across the, the whole range of, of areas where services are provided. You'll find charities. They're working in disability services. They're working in health services. They're working in community care services. Uh, they're working in services for children and young people. You name it, and there's a community and voluntary organisation out there doing the work. Now, the work, what 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 they're not doing is raising all of the funds to do the work. So many of these organizations are in receipt of grant funding from different uh, departments and different agencies of the state that fund these organizations to do effectively the essential uh, services that they do for the local communities. And that's the way we do these services here. So we have hundreds, if not thousands, of organizations in Ireland, independent organizations with volunteer boards who are funded by departments to deliver essential communities services, health services, social services, etc., uh, to the, to people and families and communities. So it's very important that, you know, um, we understand the requirement to fund all of that activity uh, adequately. And uh, one of our big calls on government is to is to restore uh, funding lines to, 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 to uh, organisations that have had to endure, you know, pretty significant cuts in, in, in funding over the last five or six years. You know, I, I, I speak to Volunteer Ireland on, on occasions and there's a Volunteer Awards uh, ceremony that happens every year. And uh, I've often said there are people out there volunteering who don't even realise they're volunteering. Like there's, there's guys who go down, uh, people who go down and manage football teams and train football teams and they're just taking this yep. for granted. Yeah. I mean, remember, people volunteer because they enjoy it. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, and... and there's some sort of an intrinsic uh, uh, kind of satisfaction that people take from it. So no one's kind of saying, oh, we should be paying volunteers and volunteers shouldn't have a role to play. Volunteers are important and uh, it's important they, they do something because they care about it, not because they're privately benefiting uh, for, for taking action. So, you know, we need to recognise that and, and value it and support it uh, adequately in Ireland if we're to continue to benefit from it. Now, one of the issues here is, you know, as 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 rightly uh, members of the public uh, become more demanding in relation to the standards that all people who control money that's not theirs, okay, that should be applied for, for the public benefit, um, the standards to which those people operate always should be the highest. And it's right that members of the public and everybody expects those standards um, to be shown and demonstrated by anybody who's, who's in receipt of a public grant or who raises donations from the public. High standards are good and we in the wheel uh, call all of our members and encourage them to practice the highest standards. In actual fact, there's a code of good governance. Uh, if listeners are interested they can go and google just governance code uh, dot ie and that will bring them to a, a website where they can find out about all the standards that charities and, and community and voluntary organizations should be applying to their work so it's right that we have these high standards but we also need to recognize that 
some, there's somewhere, the estimate is between 50 and 70,000 people are volunteering their time on the boards of upwards of 10,000 community and voluntary organisations in Ireland today, okay? So there are thousands of people doing this work completely unpaid who are on boards and management committees. Um, we need to make sure that people continue to be willing to put themselves forward uh, to serve in capacities like that. And we just need to understand that with the rising expectations in relation to professionalism and standards, we need to make sure that all those board members are sufficiently trained, that they have the professional advice that they need, and that they have all of the guidance necessary to govern their organisations well. And that's one of the things also that we think a strategy to develop the community and voluntary sector, uh, which we're calling on, on government to produce, it should specifically identify uh, all of the, the, the training and development requirements that boards have to meet the high standards that are now rightly expected of them. And uh, these standards, yeah, that's very interesting, governancecode.ie, those standards are yeah. available on that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a voluntary set of standards developed in the community and voluntary sector for itself and uh, effectively they, they set out the, the, the uh, expectations that charities have set for themselves and community and voluntary organisations have set, themselves, set for themselves with regard to how they manage their affairs. So how they run their, their, their board business, uh, how they deal with the finances of the organisation, uh, how they manage staff in the organisation, how they engage with uh, citizens and service users and, and, and local communities that they support and involve them in the direction of the, the organization's work. All of that's covered off in the governance code standards and there are hundreds of uh, organizations in Ireland now that have signed up to those standards. And um, another, John, I'll just mention it, website that might be useful for uh, listeners to, to, to visit would be goodcharity.ie. Okay? Yeah. If members were to go to goodcharity.ie and have a look at that, um, they'll find lots of really good questions that they should put to community and voluntary organisations or charities that they're considering supporting. Um, and those questions will be just useful uh, if they're considering supporting or getting involved in a charity to enable uh, people to identify whether the charity is, is run to the, the highest standards. And John, it would be remiss of me not to mention, of course, in the context of the election, we have our own five asks. So in the wheel, we're calling on the next government to respect community and voluntary activity as a central part of Irish life. That's the first ask. Secondly, to appoint a minister for community and voluntary activity. Thirdly, uh, we're calling on the next government to develop a strategy to support the community and voluntary sector and then also to produce a funding plan to enable the sector to thrive. And if anyone's interested, they can go to our, our website, which is www.wheel.ie, and just visit the section on election 2016, where they'll find lots of interesting information in relation to uh, materials that they can use if they want to contact their own candidates uh, or indeed contact the political parties. And we have uh, produced uh, postcards which are available online as well, aren't they? Yeah, if they visit, if, if anyone who's listening would like to, they can visit that, that website again. I'll give it to you, www.wheel.ie forward slash election 2016. So that's all small case, www.wheel.ie forward slash election 2016. Or just Google the wheel and when, you're, when you get to the website, just go to election 2016. And uh, we have produced uh, postcards and leaflets that are, are downloadable and print-offable there with these simple messages messages on it. So basically what our core message is that we believe strong communities make Ireland a great place to live in and 
we believe that strong communities are themselves sustained by thriving community and voluntary organisations. So uh, we, we believe that to sustain all of that, uh, we need to make sure the voluntary sector is well-funded, sensitively regulated, and as I've indicated, that the board members are comprehensively supported in terms of doing all of their work voluntarily. Now, i just go back there. Appoint a Minister for Community and Voluntary Activity and develop a strategy. Now, when you say appoint a minister, are you talking about a ministry to set up a ministry as well to develop the strategy? Well, yeah. I mean, we had, if, if we recollect, like, say, going back, what is it, eight, seven or eight years ago now, we had the Department of Community, Rural and Gaelic Affairs. So there we had a section in a department that was specifically, uh, and the minister was the minister for community. You know, it was in there. So we did have a, a focus on. Now, we do have, there is a department, of course, there's a division, a community division inside the Department of the Environment, but we think it's time to promote it up and actually get a minister for community and voluntary activity into place to give focus uh, to all of this work. Um, I mean, to come back to it again, just to put it in, in, into context, we have upwards of somewhere between fifty and 70,000 people who are volunteering their time as board members. We have over 10,000 community and voluntary organisations, by some estimates up to 25,000 organisations, all right? Um, we have, of those, about 8,500 of them are actual registered charities, okay? All doing work in Ireland in terms of delivering our services. All of them have similar needs in relation to uh, supporting volunteer board members, in relation to uh, managing their governance and their, their, their operations to the highest possible standards uh, in terms of adequately raising funds, in terms of reporting to many different organisations that fund them. So really we think that this is such a significant sector. And remember, as I've indicated, there's not a member of your community who is listening today uh, who doesn't have a family member or a friend or who themselves doesn't benefit in some way uh, from a community and voluntary organisation locally. Uh, and I'd also say perhaps uh, many listeners are themselves members uh, and volunteers with local community groups. So this is the one thing that we all have in common. People give time and give energy and give commitment to their local communities. And we think that if we, if we want that. We think that characterises Ireland. It's something unique about Ireland. We're very high in world terms and to volunteering our time and energy so if we want to continue to benefit from all of that we just think we shouldn't take it for granted anymore so appoint a minister in the united kingdom they had a minister for communities in in the cabinet so why why shouldn't we have one too to give focus to this and then that minister could be charged with developing the strategy that we think that's needed uh, to fully support the work that community and voluntary organizations do Okay, now it's a fantastic um, organisation to wheel and as you say there's thousands upon thousands of people out there volunteering and um, everybody must be having been touched by uh, a volunteer or experienced a volunteer throughout their life. Is there anything you'd like to add now Ivan before we go? No, just, just you know we have a general election it is an opportunity to shape what the priorities and what the next government's policies will be. We shouldn't take it for granted. So just again to encourage listeners to visit that section of the WHEELS website uh, at www.wheel.ie where you can find out about our five asks uh, of the next government. Um, to make the effort, if their candidates call around, to just say, well, what's your what's your political party's policy to support the community and voluntary sector and all the work of Ireland's volunteers uh, and ask them in turn to communicate back to their headquarters and ask the political parties to uh, make a commitment in their uh, policy positions that they're developing during the course of the general election uh, to support the sector and put a strategy into place to support community and voluntary activity in Ireland in the years ahead.
Now, as far as I know, there's an election debate here this evening, so I'm sure that could be brought up. And um, Excellent. Uh, listen, Ivan, thank you very, very much for taking the, the, the call, and I'm sure we'll talk again. Hopefully, uh, we'll be talking about all the things that happened after the election. Hopefully. Thanks very much, John. This is 90.2 Near FM.